0: Hello, and welcome to Hacking Your Future with your host, Angie Carrillo. Angie Carrillo is a serial creator, entrepreneur, and advisor. This podcast is about the intersection of science, technology, and personal development. And you will learn more about how to hack your mindset, discover your purpose, and start a business. Angie works with entrepreneurs, technology leaders, and innovators to start businesses and reach their own definition of success. With no further ado, here is your host, Angie Carrillo. Hi, Angie. So here we are again for another uplifting episode of Hack Your Future podcast. And today we are about to discuss some of your life experiences that helps you make who you are today. I'm ready! Yay! Could you tell us who you are now and what you do today? Of course. So it's
1: great to talk to
0: you guys right now here. So
1: I describe myself as a purpose-driven entrepreneur, and by this I mean that I'm aligning my personal purpose with the purpose of my business, and even with the purpose of this podcast. And that is really to build a bridge for humanity's evolution. And what I mean with this is that a lot of times we don't think of the big picture and we get stuck into certain ideas, certain things that happen in our past. And we think that the past will frame our future and dictate our future, but that's not true. So I'm an entrepreneur. As an entrepreneur, I have different experience. I created profitable business. I founded a venture-backed tech startup in Silicon Valley. And I helped multiple founders and with the different accelerators that I work for. And now I'm an advisor as well. But what I'm here doing is I'm here to talk to you because I believe that the past won't dictate your future.
0: I agree with you. Could you tell your listeners about your greatest abilities to do these things that you told us earlier. Yes.
1: So I I think one of my greatest abilities is definitely being able to land on my feet. So I think I'm like the cats. Even, you know, like if people or Mm -hmm. some situation will throw me away, I always land on my feet. And I have this great ability of turning something that might seem like a challenge, might seem like the end of the world into a huge opportunity. This is my superpower. And I want to help you also do the same on how to turn, you know, the whole crisis and the whole global crisis into a huge opportunity to build a business that you love and have the the life that you always dream of.
0: All right. Perfect. Could you also share or was there a time in your life that you can share to our listeners or your audience that you shifted from a negative to positive?
1: Yes. So we were talking about this offline, remember the other day? about the story of how I became a tech entrepreneur without any technical background. And I think this story for me is very interesting because the fear of technology that I had was very rooted into my seven-year-old self that was super afraid of computers. So I wasn't born with even a computer in my house. And to turn that little girl, very afraid of technology and computers and not knowing how to code and not knowing how to even use a computer and word. And to turn that into a 20-year-old self of me that was able to code and do a website in one day or an app in a couple of days. And, And to turn, you know, like that, shift from being a little girl that didn't have a computer and didn't know how to use Word and was very afraid of computers to a 20-year-old self that managed to create a tech startup and learned to code. And while I was learning to code, I was also teaching other girls to code. It's incredible. You know, like for me, it's just less than 20 years apart. I completely shifted. And I think it's possible because nothing that you will do in the past will ever determine your future. So let me tell you this story, right? Like when I was growing up, I didn't have a computer and my only contact with computers was this class in school that we used to have, you know, one hour with computers to learn word and basic things, but we would use the computers always in pairs. So I would always let my friend or whoever was with me use the computer more because I was really not that interested. So I would let them play or let them use. And when the exam came, I was like, sweating and you know like the guy told us you know just to do a very basic you know the teacher told us to do this very basic exercise and it was just to copy and paste some words and put it in a paragraph and format it a certain way but I didn't even know how to do this like I didn't even know how to use the return button so I had no idea where it was so I would just you know like I used the space bar. Multiple times, like until my fingers started, you know, like being numbed, because I had no idea how to use the return button, and it was crazy, right? Like I remember his face. It was male teacher. I don't remember his name, but I remember his face and um, looking at me. Like he was like reviewing my my paragraph, and he was like, "It looks okay, but it's so weird." He would just look at me and he was like, it's impossible, right? Like no one would put so many spaces instead of just an enter, right? And I was like, I, I don't know. Like, so-, so for me, you know, like really understand that I was that person. I was that little kid. I was very scared of technology. And more than that, I I was very scared of asking for help. So instead of asking for help for my teacher and telling him like, I don't know how to do this, I would do things in a very long way. And I would press the space bar multiple times instead of asking for help and learning how to use the enter button, right? But turning from that little person to the woman that I am today, there was a long path, right? And I remember when I was learning to code, I had to face this fear of technology again, once again. Because I had multiple people telling me like, oh, you're crazy, you know, how are you going to go on a tech startup, you don't have a technical background and you don't have anyone technical you know like with you doing this company and for a long time I hear them I, I could hear them but mostly I was hearing my own fear, my fear of technology and and this little girl you know like came back to that my current self. And it was really, you know, like what I needed to do in that moment is while I was learning to code, I needed to teach other little girls to code. Because for me, it was a way to teach my younger self, teach my younger self that she could do it and teach other girls that they don't need to be scared of technology, that technology is like a skill that we all learn. And, and if a little girl, the youngest one that I taught was around eight or nine years old, if they could do an app and if they could do a website, everyone could do it. So seeing them, not afraid seeing them be brave and jumping into a new skill, like anything really that they're just learning. It really gave me the courage to keep on going. The questions that they asked me, it was amazing because I had questions that I haven't even asked myself. And then I learned way faster. Of course, we also had teachers and people that helped me in that path. And I'm forever grateful. But the most important thing I think for me was working in that fear of that little girl that just didn't know anything about technology. And I think we all have this little girl or this little person within us in some skill. It could be, you know, like that you are 40-year-old and now you have been forced to move everything online. Or it could be that you're not very technical and you have a business and now you need to move your business online. And we all have that kind of fear of technology or fear of something that it could be rooted in something way back. But when we share and we serve exactly the people that are just like us, I think it's it's a magnificent way for us to transcend and move forward.
0: Wow, that's a very nice story, Andy. So if you would be given a chance to speak to your younger seven-year-old self, what would you tell her?
1: I would tell my younger self. Don't be afraid. You know, like you're just like with any skill, like all the technical skills that you need are also easy to develop. Sometimes we're hard with ourselves, and immediately, if we're not perfect at something, or immediately we don't have all the resources or have all the tools, we could bring ourselves down, you know, like that. We cannot do this. But when we were babies and we were learning to walk, We just took it one step at a time and we fell multiple times. And at any point in time, I haven't seen, you know, like an adult saying like, oh, baby, you know, like this walking thing is not for you. Like just give it up. This walking thing you already tried two times and not for you. So stop walking. Just keep crawling during your whole life. No, we keep encouraging us that you can walk. You will learn to walk and I think with the same with any other skill, we just have to understand where babies have at this skill and we have to take it one step at a time. And the same thing with entrepreneurship. So I would tell my younger self not to be so hard on herself that every skill is just like learning to walk.
0: That is so awesome. So Angie, what can you advise to people from your experience, especially in this situation, to use that situation, like you said, from negativity to positivity? use them as tools or way to be successful for their future self?
1: Yeah, so that's a great question. I think we, we all can turn, you know, like a failure or a challenge into something great and, and a way to heal ourselves and the world, right? So I think it's through service and through using that to help others that we will also manage to turn things around, so what I mean by this is when I started learning to code and I found it very hard and I found myself with all these fears, when I started putting those up and when it stopped being just about myself, then is when I realize it's bigger than me. It's bigger than me and I have to be great at it because it's not only for me. It's for me and for these girls that also want to learn to code. And I'm asking not only for me, I'm asking for someone else as well. Like someone else is depending on me to learn this. I think that's a great motivation, at least for me, to turn things around. And the same thing in business. So when you're doing something and when you're in your quote-unquote your own boss... Then you know that you're your own boss, but the joke is that it's great you have you yourself as a boss, but the worst part is that you have yourself as an employee. So you know how <laughs> lazy you can be and also how motivated and good worker you can be. So balancing those two things is when you stop doing a business for yourself and you start doing it because you need to serve others, then that would give you a greater motivation and a way to tap into your purpose. And I think that's, you know, like it's through your why, it's through your purpose that you shift from how can I see this as a negative situation to see this as a positive situation and an opportunity where I can learn more, where I can serve better, where I can just deliver more value in this world
0: okay so andy thank you for sharing that kind of mindset and i'm sure your listener will use this as an opportunity if they listen to you for them to be better making their life experiences as a lesson to be as future successful entrepreneur as yourself
1: so yeah, thank you thank very you, much Sethi, for interviewing me this is awesome
0: i like it thank you for listening to hacking your future with angie carillo be sure to tune in again next time for another motivating and inspiring episode of Hacking Your Future with Angie Carrillo. Until next time, remember, you were born unique and the world needs you.